0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff.
1: Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today you're getting another jump start on 2019. We're going to talk about some of the bounce back players, guys, who we think are going to be better next year. I mean, we didn't really have stipulations for this list. There's some players that were injured we think will bounce back. There's some guys that just didn't have a good season we thought they'd bounce back. As we were just talking right before on air, there's not a lot of guys, though, this year we feel like that just had bad seasons that can bounce back. It's a lot of injured guys, that kind of thing. I mean, pretty much if the players were healthy, I guess there was enough players injured where if the guys were healthy, they made it up the list high enough. I just don't have uh, a lot of guys that finished down there, but we'll, we'll go through in a minute here. Um what are we going to do? Top five list. We'll do our top five list. But before that, we get into our top five. We might as well just talk about all the other guys here. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> mentions for, le- for yeah. how
1: badly they well, did. We, we can start off with Le'Veon Bell. Cause I don't know, we didn't even know what to put him category wise. Cause it's hard. Yeah, to... Otherwise
0: he'd be number one on both our lists, right? He, he didn't yeah, play. I mean, he's he's... going to be good if, as long as he does.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he's going to, he's going to be great. He's, I think he's going to be a first round pick. And I have no hesitation with that. And it's just, it's hard to bounce back from, he didn't really bounce back from anything; He just didn't play. So a little different than injury. It's just an odd one, but yeah, he would, he would top our list, but all right. So who are some other guys and possibly here? Not, not our top five, some honorable mention guys that you got out there.
0: Yeah. So honorable mention, uh, he didn't make it. And we actually just spoke about him right before this as well, but Evan Ingram, um, he was only one of two tight ends that I even kind of considered um, I think that he actually showed enough where I really, really like where he's at. He was only a second-year guy. He actually did very well for his rookie. We weren't sure how he was going to do with Odell in the lineup. He dealt with injuries. Eli was pretty terrible. So I think next year he will bounce back. He will be that top 10 tight end. He'll have an opportunity to even be a top 5 if he really performs.
1: Yep, I completely agree with Ingram. And he looked. he started to look good at the end of the season. But again, here's the weird thing he looked really good without Odell Beckham again.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) Remember last year it was all without Odell Beckham. I don't know what that means, but majority of his, you know, good play towards the end was without Odell Beckham. I don't know. I don't know. I, he just looked good. He started to look good. He probably, he got healthy. They started using him again. And why not a third year tight end? He's still 24. He'll be 25 years old. Maybe at the beginning of the next season, young guy, he's
0: incredibly young. And just the, the last four games, uh, 77 yards, 75, 87, and 81 with a touchdown. That's how he finished it off. So he did struggle. He missed five games before that. Um, But, yeah, once again, uber-talented guy just has to be in the right system. So we'll see what New York does, especially in that quarterback situation going forward.
1: I thought about putting Odell Beckham in my top five, but I didn't because he wasn't. He was still good while he played, but I don't feel like he was (laughs) Odell Beckham. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's weird. That he was, was tough, good, right? But he, because
0: he's still ranked 16th, and obviously that is yeah. not good enough for him. But he did miss the last four games, which obviously cost him. And even with the offense not really where it needed to be, um, he still put up very you know respectable numbers.
1: Yeah, and I I think he'll definitely jump up there next year. Again, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be fine. I no no hesitation with him. Some people might, but. Another guy like AJ Green, I think he's going to bounce back and be great next yep. year. Despite the fact that Andy Dalton couldn't do anything as a quarterback, I think Green's good enough to overcome that. Because if even like AJ Green, if you looked at his standard, his points per game total with you know throughout the season, he still would put him just outside of the top ten for the year. So he's he'll be he'll be up there. He no no worries with him. So anybody else around here?
0: Um, the Last guy I'll talk about, and I'm I'm afraid I might start encroaching on our top five. But um, the other guy that I didn't have him on my list. Uh, but obviously he didn't get a play. Pretty much, he didn't play it at all. But obviously, you would have to think Garoppolo. Um, obviously, I'm not going to put him on my list. I don't. You know, we don't really know what he's going to do in that San Francisco offense. But he showed enough that I'm kind of excited to see where he's at. Especially, he'll get Dante Pettis. He'll have Kittle. He'll definitely have some weapons around him. Finally.
1: Well, and then actually. Speaking of 49ers, I actually kind of like Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. because yeah, he didn't play at his all. in his value is going to be so low next year compared to what, I mean, the hype this year got ridiculous where we we were both down on him just because of where he had drafted. We didn't think it was worth it. But I don't see why he's going to go further down unless, again, who knows, preseason, it looks like he's healthy. Hype's going to happen again. But he'll probably split time with Burita. But Yeah, well. I don't necessarily – Brita was good, but I don't know how
0: – Yeah, I'll you know, be honest, like, because I thought that too. Like It kind of went through my head, but the, the truth is that backfield wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be with uh, who they had. I mean, they had three different guys that were just very randomly inserted, not including Alfred Morris, who didn't show up but I don't know if McKinnon is that much better than all of them. I I know that everyone kind of hyped him up because he was the only back in town, but Brita was serviceable and uh, Wilson at the end of the year, they, you know, what do they have with him? It's going to be an interesting one. I don't think this is a lock and load. I, I think this one does hurt his stock. Um, that's where I'm kind of wondering where where is he going to go, you know, because he'll be slotted True. in as a running back one. But is that really he breed is similar? Right, exactly. I don't think there's that much of a talent difference, to be honest. True. All
1: right. How about we go to our top fives? Let's, let's do some count them down five to right. one. Um, I'll start with my top my fifth. So on my fifth player, I put Matthew Stafford, who finished as the 19th quarterback this season, which is. Just terrible. And maybe, I don't know, I don't think this is the Lions fan in me thinking he's going to be better. I think he's been pretty good fancy quarterback for years. They got rid of their offense coordinator. They're going to bring somebody else in. I don't see how it doesn't improve. It was just a really poor season for him. And he's not going to be 19th again. I think he's going to jump up and be better. The offense should be better. Kenny Galladay, you know, another year out there, be better. Carry on Johnson should help him along. I think Stafford's gonna jump up. I mean, if there's any quarterback that I think could do it, it's gonna be Stafford that's down the list. There's not a, a lot of other guys. Um I mean, quarterback wise, maybe if you didn't put Stafford, I could put maybe Jameis. I'm not sure. But I'm gonna go Stafford here. I think he's gonna bounce back from you finished below case Keenan. I mean, that's
0: pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. i my worry about that, um, but I, I, do, I mean, I agree with you. I think he's finished way too low, but I do worry that what we saw out of Matt Patricia and what he was trying to do with that offense later, carry on Johnson kind of coming along. If you look at it, he was very serviceable through week seven. And then after, well, week eight, actually. And then after that, he really took a nosedive and his touchdowns just plummeted to the point where there was multiple games where he didn't throw one. And I, I don't know where that's going. I don't know what that is, but that'll be something to definitely look forward to. Um, like look into but I do have to say that I'm wondering if it was just him getting used to the new offense new coaching system all of that stuff it it could turn out very well for him but it does kind of worry me just because that that touchdown production was so low
1: yeah it was it just it was strange just I hope it improves (laughs) right yeah me too but I think it will but so he'll he'll make my he barely makes my list but he makes my list so about your number Number
0: five? five, I'm actually going to follow up by another quarterback. And this one, he did um, start and finish injured, but he also kind of disappointed in the middle. So I think Carson Wentz going from a top five guy getting injured to really falling off the map. I mean, he was number 21. He missed the last three games in the first two. But, you know, he was kind of, uh, he, he wasn't nearly where we thought he was going to be. He still, he had Elshon Jeffrey. He was healthy. He had Ertz. He had Algalore, Yeah. And now next year, he'll have Tate, which is great. Um, You know, the run game, we'll see where that turns out to be. But he has all the weapons there. He just wasn't as sharp as he once was. Taking that time off for injury, I think, really hurt him. So I think he is a major candidate for a bounce-back season after playing the majority of it and hopefully getting fully healthy this time around.
1: Yeah, and now looking at, if you just rank it by points per game, so just it takes, you know, the missed games out of the equation, he would have been tied for 17th with Tom Brady. Ooh, that's pretty poor for Tom Brady, too. Yeah. He actually would have been tied for 17th best on the year in points per game. So it's not – the injury, just take that completely out of it. Yeah, he was—he just wasn't as good. He, he really wasn't. There's a lot of guys – I mean, yeah, it just – he didn't play well. I mean, Kirk Cousins was ahead of him who wasn't very good either. Jameis was ahead of him. Ryan Fitzpatrick was way ahead of him <laughs> in points per game, players like that. So, yeah, I agree with that one. I, I think he just never fully – came back from that injury and then he got another injury on top of it so i think that's another i kind of like that one to get him at the end of drafts for nothing next year and that got him that happened a lot this year too but we didn't know he wasn't going to be ready in time he should be ready in time next year for whatever he comes back this injury so i kind of like carson wentz that should be a good one but I, i probably won't target i'm gonna go after baker
0: mayfield i think in all my leagues next year Ooh, I like that one actually. Yeah, pick the guy with the high upside. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting but, for those rookie QBs this year to see which one of those actually take the next step.
1: But I think Wentz is definitely a good pick. This again, this is why I think I'll wait on quarterbacks next year. Wentz is be a great one to get. I, he's gonna get better. It's going. I, he showed it in the past. He just wasn't ready this year. He just wasn't there, healthy. So I like. I like Wentz as a pick here. So I'll go with my number four and. Again, it's hard to find guys that weren't injured and other, you know, stuff like that. But so my guy, he was hurt a little bit. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook because even though he was hurt at times, there was also times where when he did play, he didn't necessarily, you know, show what we expected to see from him. And then we got some flashes of it I think towards the end of the year. And I think it's going to continue next year. I think that offense should be better. It really that was disappointing. I think the Vikings' offense as a whole. Especially the last half of the season was just a big disappointment. I think they'll be better. And I think Dalvin Cook should be a pretty good pick next year. So well, he's gonna make my list at number four.
0: Yeah, um, and just to follow up on that, Cook actually I'm I was very high on him this year. He never got healthy. He showed flashes of it at the end, and I think also the offense with the way it went, showed that they absolutely need him. I mean, they need that running game. Latavius Murray even did pretty, you know, pretty decent for the backup. Um, he he's gonna be my number one. Um, I, yeah, I think he's that talented, and I, I that injury the first year around it was just such a setback for for a guy that was ready to have a spectacular rookie season. Um, and and we saw it. I mean, when you give him uh, enough carries, he definitely does well. I mean, weeks fifteen and sixteen, you know, one hundred and thirty six yards, two touchdowns on nineteen carries, and then follows it up with sixteen for seventy three. The the guy is dynamic. He can catch the ball. I I think he's going to be a really special player for many years as long as he can stay healthy.
1: Yeah, again, this could be a guy that you're able to get for a discounted price next year. I think you really will be able to just because of how many. We'll go over it again as we get close, you know, as this offseason goes on about just the amount of running backs there are out there. And a lot of them are going to go ahead of him. So he's going to, you're going to get him for a good price. You know, I'm going to, I feel a feeling I'm going to have Dalvin Cook on a lot of teams next year.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping. It would be great.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, he's going to go behind. I mean, I
0: don't
1: even know where he's he's not going to be in the top 10 running backs. And, shoot, there's going to be people that pick Derrick Henry ahead of him. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a legitimate uh, option for people. I mean, I, I would not, obviously. But at the same time, that's what happens with a lot of these guys that finish really, really well.
1: Well, I mean. Because just think of the guys who are going to go ahead of next year. Gurley, okay, we go like you got Gurley, you got what do you got? Um, Gurley, Gurley, Caffrey, Barkley, Kamara, Zeke, um, James Conner, Zeke, Joe Mixon, Gordon, David Johnson. (laughs) You know, shoot, all he's going to be down there with Nick Chubb, probably Nick Chubb.
0: Um, I mean, man, even mm-hmm. Marlon Mack starts showing out at the end there. Marlon he's Mack's gonna be interesting. Lamar Miller's uh, I wouldn't put him up there, I guess. But Sony Michelle's interesting. We don't know how he's gonna go. Aaron Jones. So
1: he's gonna be in that. But so if you look at the second tier guys, those second, third tier, whatever you want to call it, I like Dalvin Cook better than any of
0: them. Yeah. So yeah, it's very true. By I think far. he will be kind of the back end of the uh, top ten, and that will be kind of where you're starting to have to look at him. And if you can get him outside of that, that is a steal.
1: You yeah. should be able to. You should be able to get him as your second running back, and that's a great second running back because I, I really think there should be a good bounce back from him. So that's your number one. So we already got to yeah. your number one. So yeah. So let's see. here. Say, so then we're at your number yeah, four. My number
0: then. four. So this is a guy that you hyped up a ton, and uh, I wasn't believing the hype, but at the same time, he really showed out when he was healthy. And once again, this guy was hurt all year um he was traded to the Eagles, Jay Ajayi running back. He is on the injured reserve. He only got through week 5. But I, that was enough honestly for the, for me. I I don't I didn't see any running back that really took that job. I mean, obviously you have Smallwood still. You had the emergence of um, you know, the young rookie, but I, I don't know if any of those guys can really take him away. He broke his back, <laughs> which sounds crazy. <laughs> but does <laughs> yeah. sounds terrible. So uh but I think he's gonna come back healthy and I, I think that he's just the most talented back there. And I, I think you saw you know, the Eagles even as unimpressive as they have been, they're in the second round of the playoffs already, right? They're they're that good of a team. So as long as they get that offense back on track, I think Ajay, along with, you know, Wentz, along with, you know, Tate and and you can go down the line, I think all of them will improve their, their stock. And I think once again, Talking about Cook, I think Ajayi is going to be even lower on the totem pole where he can be an RB3, and I think this guy could be a a steal. I
1: really, when the injury first happened, I didn't necessarily think Ajayi would be back with the Eagles next year. But now, yeah, like you said, the other guy, no one stepped up. No one took over. Why wouldn't they take another chance on Ajayi? They can get him for cheap. And I think, I really think he's going to be back. And I think that's yeah, a good, he's going to be way down there on the list. You're going to get him really late yeah. in drafts. I mean,
0: unless they draft someone, which I don't know why yeah, they would. Yeah, that's it. Because
1: there's, but you, I mean. That's it. Because there's no one on the roster. Right. You, you I mean, have to beat
0: out Josh Adams assistant. and you have to beat out Smallwood, Which right? he's just not that good. No, he, he's yeah, he's okay. Josh Adams
1: just isn't that good. He's he's fine. He's just, he's, he reminds, he's like Wayne Gallman from the Giants. Who kind of had the job a little bit last year. You know, now just a back I think Jai is the more talented guy. Let's we'll see if he can recover from the injury. What the ACL it happened early enough in the season where I think he should be fine for next year. That's the problem though is how much do they bring back a guy with an ACL? And I think they should. There's just no one there. But I think, yeah, I'll. I'm big a Jai guy, so I'll be getting him if he's my fourth running back. He could be probably fourth running back. Why not?
0: Yeah, and the, in the beginning of the year too, I was I thought I was going to eat my words because they did not run the ball <laughs> in the red zone very much. And in the first two games, Ajayi had three touchdowns, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's off to!" And then he got hurt, so we weren't sure. But even after that, I mean, he missed Week Three, and then Week Four, fifteen carries for seventy yards, and then Week Five is pretty much that was when he officially got hurt. He was out for the rest of the season. But it, he was um, it was an interesting play, and I wasn't sure how he was going to really get into the. Uh, get into the flow of that offense but um you could tell that they really did want to feature him you know once again if he said healthy
1: then I'll go to my next guy number 3 who's another player for the Eagles who they have to decide if they're bringing back for sure and I think they want to and that's going to be Golden Tate so it's Golden Tate wasn't down this year because of injury he was just down this year because he got traded and it took him a while to get into it with the Eagles really he just he wasn't involved that much early on but he has been more recently and even caught the game-winning touchdown the other day. I think Golden Tate's going to be a much better player next year and become involved with that offense. Because really, just, it's going to be him, and him, Alshon, Earth. That's a good group right there. So I think they should bring back Tate. I think they want to bring him back. And he will have more, much more value than being the 34th-ranked wide receiver in standard. He should he could be back up there around 20 or so. Jump himself back up. So I think he's going to have a definitely have a bounce-back season. And he just, he had that stretcher. He just wasn't involved this year. It wasn't no fault of his. He just had to learn that team. I think he will definitely be better.
0: I, I really like that pick. And it's a, it's kind of an under the radar one because he's somewhat of an, he's starting to be an older player. You know, he, he was never a, a superstar. He's always been just solid to have. Um, so I really, I really do like that pick. And you, you see it too, where what you're talking about, I mean, when he was on the lines, right. I mean, he didn't drop below five catches really. And then, you know, from week 10 to week 17, he went over four twice. So it just shows that uh, he just, you know, he wasn't ready to run with that offense. And with Wentz Hurt, once again, I mean, that that whole offense was kind of out of sync. So I I, I like that. I think there's going to be a ton of opportunity for him next year.
1: I, I think so, too. So. All right, number, where are we at? Number 3 for you.
0: Number 3. So, <laughs> I finally get to bring up my boy after hyping him up all preseason, but uh he'll be back finally. He was hurt all all season, uh Hunter Henry. It, it, it's just a a solid pick. Uh, once again, he came off the Ir and they're actually kind of holding their breath they're thinking maybe they'll be able to use him late in the playoffs if possibly or, or whatever the Chargers decide to do but this is a guy that is uber talented he shows flashes uh Antonio Gates is you know he he he's hardly out there I mean they're they're trying to just you know whittle away this season before they get him back because Virgil Green didn't do anything Antonio Gates is on his last leg they'd would love to have one more guy out there that can be a red zone threat other than Mike Williams. Now it's turned into one. And, um, you know, on top of all of that, this is the one place in fantasy football tight ends, uh, position that you can immediately jump into the top five, even if you're just halfway decent. And Hunter Henry is so talented that if he's healthy and he doesn't end in top five, I will be shocked.
1: Yeah, I, I, agree. Yeah. And look, he's that position is terrible. That's why him, he's gonna be, I think, a interesting player to pick next year. Same with like we talked about Evan Ingram before. I think those guys are the guys that go for it. Henry, I mean he has all the talent in the world, and he's gonna go into a good team. And yeah, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be really, really good. I, he should be right.
0: Yeah, he just should think.
1: really good. He, the, what he, what he showed his first year. Like, you just saw a guy that was he was going to be great. This He would have been a top-five guy this year. I have no doubt in my mind, especially with how poor the position was. But he would have been top-five. Oh, yeah,
0: and that is incredible to think. I mean, think about this, too. The red zone threat, I mean, obviously you always want him to kind of be a, a more well-rounded player. And we talk a lot about how hard it is to become a, a tight end in the league because it does take you many years to figure out all the you know ins and outs of it. Um, very few people are get it, you know, the first couple of years, but this guy, his rookie season played 15 games, caught eight touchdowns. And that was only on 36 receptions, right? So you're kind of like, okay, it could be fluky. The next year he had only four touchdowns, but he raised that reception uh, number to 45, almost 600 yards receiving. That was 14 games. And he was still behind Antonio Gates. This was supposed to be his big coming out party. And unfortunately he got hurt. I, I really think that this guy healthy, I mean, you're, uh, 60 receptions and, and eight touchdowns, I think would be a very uh, moderate guess for what uh, his possibility on that Chargers offense would be.
1: Yep. Yeah. He's going to, I wonder if though, I wonder if yeah, he's still going to be bounced back, but I think it value wise, I think he's going to be way up yeah, there. He's still going to, yeah, I because there's
0: I, no one, right. I mean, literally there's what three other guys that I know I'd pick before him, but after that he would be in the running, right? I mean, after, uh, Obviously Kelsey and then Kittle and Ertz. I mean he's it might be it probably is Hunter. Um, you know, I'm maybe I'm missing one. You could throw up Evan Ingram if you really feel good about it, but there's not that many guys. I mean, he is probably gonna be in the top seven for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. So my number I guess see, my number two here. So my number two. I just have a feeling you're not going to agree with me on this. Actually, um, I, I will find out. I just, I don't think you're going to agree with this necessarily. I think you're done with this guy. My number two is Doug Baldwin. So, <laughs> what's your first reaction when you hear the name? I feel like you're just gonna eh, no.
0: Yeah, I I mean I looked over his name and he is he is very far down there. And he had a couple of games where he was good. I don't you know
1: I, he he played through injury.
0: Yeah, all year. I, I don't have any issue with it. He just he doesn't excite me. I think. I know he's kind of one of those it doesn't yeah, necessarily excite it's me like but. You, you're you're kind of pushing him you know off in his own, own little iceberg like I'm kind of just like I'm distancing myself before he completely falls off I think he'll be better than what he was this year
1: but for to bounce back from number 50 I guess I can be no, right I don't think not yeah, even have that you're, not, you're not <laughs> wrong
0: believe me you're not wrong I just I'm just not excited about him so I didn't put him on my list but yeah I, I mean I, I see that I
1: kind of I'd like it because I think the again values everything to me <laughs> fantasy football obviously I think his value is going to be way down there and he's going to have a good bounce back season. And I just think maybe I'm wrong. He's, he's going to be, he's 30 years old. So maybe he just can't come back from the injuries, you know, like he did before, which is definitely possible. But for the most part, receivers at 30 are still, they still have a couple of years in, left in them. And he didn't have any injuries. That's going to completely slow him down forever. He should, I think he's going to have a good season. And with, now Lockett kind of stepping up. It's not all on Baldwin anymore. I think he's going to, you know, he's have a, this just a solid season. He's going to bounce back from being the 50th ranked wide receiver at the very yeah. least.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I give that to you. I'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason because Russell Wilson is obviously still a very, very good quarterback. So just that alone, I'm kind of like, okay, Baldwin should do better. But, I mean, it's very true. They could go out and try to get a wide receiver, though. I mean, luckily that this draft is pretty weak. Um, but if you look at it, he is still the only guy in town. Like you're right, Lockett. But after that, what David Moore is a number three, and even their tight yeah, end, you have much. what Vene and <laughs> Venet. Yeah. and uh, I mean, you know, and then they just spent the, spent the big, you know, number one pick on Rashard Penny, trying to figure out the running back situation. So I think there's a lot of things they can do with this offense still. But I agree with you only because I think uh, he, he's safe because they don't have enough weapons around Wilson yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much. it. There isn't anybody else, yeah. right? That's and you're uh, right.
0: I do think that you'll actually get him at a discount as well. So I, I do think it'll be a good pick. I just personally,
1: <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> it's. I know it's not an exciting pick. It's
0: just, yeah, it's a good one though. But he's a good. He's a, he'll be a good
1: value guy. Get, yeah, as you're like okay. third, fourth receiver. You know, it's good. And he's going to bounce back.
0: Yeah, I think so, uh, he should right. show up How about on a value your- <laughs> pick list. <laughs>
1: That'll be he will later on, I'm sure. Well, I guess once we find out, I don't have a feel for next year yet. Other people might have the same feeling feeling and he goes up too high. It seems to be it works these days in fantasy football. Everyone who we think could be a value ends up not being a value. Everyone has the same thought. So but how about your number two? This'll be your final one because Dalvin Cook was your number one. Yeah,
0: number two. And this one shouldn't be any surprise to anyone. He he had a lot of injuries. He's a very good running back, but this is Leonard Fournette. The Jaguars absolutely need this guy to be a a prime time running back. He he gets the bulk of the work. He's going to pound it out. He will get touchdowns. He's just a very safe option to be a top 10 guy when healthy. He finished 37th. And he, you know, when he was in there and getting the bulk of it, I mean, I love that they, uh, two straight games when he was coming off of the bye and coming off the injury, this is how much I don't worry about him. Even when he's not productive, they gave him 24 carries and he only got 53 yards. But he got touchdown, you know, twenty-two point nine points in fantasy. Twenty next very next game, twenty-eight carries for ninety-five yards and a touchdown. So they're they're going to just keep feeding him the ball because they're they're not you know they haven't figured out their QB yet, uh you know they're not really sure where their wide receivers are and they definitely want to go back and kind of get back to that game where you pound it out on the ground, control the clock, and and you know kind of rely on that defense who you know kind of was kind of dipped this year but I think is still a very talented squad so I think Fournette is got to be up there once again not that exciting you know because you know that he's gonna be good and not that you know surprising either yeah he's my number one there we go
1: yep and yeah I mean he had an interesting season right (laughs) he was injured obviously like you said, they used him like crazy when he came back from the injury after that bye. And then he got suspended. And after the suspension, he wasn't quite the same, but the team was also just done. They were out of it. It was a different mindset once he came. You know, they just they were done. They didn't need to run him into the ground anymore. Yeah, I don't know what the QB situation is going to be. Are they going to get a rookie and have a rookie lead them? Are they going to go get some... I think Are they going to be the ones to go get Joe Flacco? Which I don't think is a great move, but who knows what they do? If, either way, I think they're going to have to lean on Leonard Fournette all year. Can he stay healthy, though? I don't know if he can. He, he hasn't really shown that yet in his career, starting in college. That's kind of the issue, isn't it, with him?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely so. one of the big things that you're going to have to kind of weigh. Um, only missing three games this rookie season, we we were hoping that he could maybe avoid that. He only played eight this this year. Um, the, the more worrisome part, and the reason I brought up uh, how much they use him, is because n- going into next year, I guarantee, and we'll, we can use this sound clip, but I guarantee a lot of people will start downgrading him. They'll start talking about how he his yards per average was so bad, and it is. I mean, 3.9 is rookie season, 3.3 this year. They're, that's not getting it done, besides for the fact that they use him Straight up the gut where you know he's gonna run all the time, and he gets a lot of goal line carries, which definitely you know factors into cutting that number back. So you know I would not be afraid of that. If you want to steer away from him because you have to get him in the top ten, you know, or you know at the top ten back, if you want to stay away from him because of the injury concern, I I can understand that. But um you know next year when people start talking about you know yards per average and all of these numbers, I don't think they apply to him because of the way they use them. You know, and I've seen
1: him down on some lists already. Um, yeah, some of them. I mean, he's it's all over the board, but I've I've seen some that throw him in the third round. You know, kind of third round of players.
0: Hmm. I think that's crazy. Yeah, I think that's too low. Obviously,
1: <laughs> right? I think that's a way too low. But I've I've seen that already, and um, I just think if, shoot, if he that stays the same, I'll be. Extremely happy because I'll pick him up in every single. league. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> think about
0: that though, if you <laughs> you go one, yeah. two, and three, and you could get like Fournette, Delvin Cook, and uh, you know, and whoever. God, <laughs> I mean, you're just, you'd be swimming in talent.
1: Well, I mean, let me see here. Let me look at some. I'm just pulling up some other ranks. I'm just curious where some people put them. And all right, let's see. Here's somebody from Sports Illustrated. If I can get this to load. I'm just curious how far down they actually put him. Jeez, oh, 34th overall player.
0: Yeah, so, so that would be amazing because you, you literally would have like a top five pick, uh, and then you could turn around and get Delvin Cook, then Fournette, and then, yeah, obviously, you know, you want to throw in wide receivers. But if you could get those three guys who are technically should all be top ten running backs, whew.
1: Yeah, that's. this
0: is crazy to me.
1: He's actually in these ranks, I mean, So this is what I'm seeing. Like I've been well, seeing with stuff
0: in that ranking. Sorry to cut you off in that ranking. What he's the okay 34th overall. But what does that put him running back wise?
1: Yeah, let me pull. Let me pull this back up. Let me
0: see. That here might exactly. change uh, so, things a little bit.
1: Running back wise, that will make him. I know he's one spot behind Chris Carson. I'm also going.
0: What I'm also 17th. <laughs> and this actually, P- this, this is, is in, PPR. It, it must be right PPR.
1: This is standard. What this is standard. The world. And this is actually showing the expert consensus already. If you look at the expert consensus, he's fourteenth. This is just one person. So expert consensus wise, he's fourteenth running back.
0: Wow, that is uh, that's okay. So Fournette's gonna be on every team of mine. If that if that holds true, which right. you know I really doubt it will. I think he'll come back well, to I mean, reality. Because yeah, that's
1: that's kind of a little uh I think a little crazy. Right, I mean, that's man. I can't see that. Dalvin Cook is getting ranked ahead of Fournette in the experts. Cook's eleventh right now.
0: That's a, I mean, that's fine. That's about right.
1: Yeah, that's good for him. So there's a very real possibility here, or if based on where people are getting ranked right now. Well, actually, you could pull off if you had like the first pick in the draft, you could pull off getting obviously Gurley, you know, or if you like Barkley yeah. or Zeke. whatever. Yeah, one of those three. But get one of those guys. So. You don't even have to be, you could just be one, two, three, get one of those guys. Second round, you could turn around and get yourself uh Delvin Cook or David Johnson at the end of the second. And start the third getting Leonard Fournette. That's crazy. That
0: dog. is crazy. Uh,
1: so these these ranks actually have George Kittle ahead of Leonard Fournette.
0: I mean, I I like Kittle, but there's no way I'm gonna do that.
1: and that's expert consensus. Yes, expert consensus. Fournette's 35th in expert consensus. Kittle's 27.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just that's you know that's crazy talk. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't. Isn't agree it? With that, but you know,
1: Brandon Cooks is one spot ahead of Leonard Fournette.
0: Yeah, I just uh, I don't see it. I mean, I think you're looking too much into the. I mean, are you that scared off by injury? Like, I understand dropping him a few spots. I, that that's totally understandable, but. When they had him, they used to got touchdowns.
1: Mari Cooper's ahead of him. Nine spots ahead of him. Mari Cooper. Ahead of mm-hmm. Fournette. Darius Geis is only five spots behind him.
0: Yeah, that I mean, that's where where some you haven't seen him play. out.
1: I'm not gonna be drafting Darius Geis anywhere next year. Nothing against Darius Geis. I'm just not drafting no, him. I no
0: idea. I mean, you don't know what he's gonna do. I, I don't know. I think that's that's borderline crazy, but we'll see what happens closer, you know, as we get farther and further into the year. I'm I'm not gonna over overanalyze that one I can because already see, I think that's just, I think that's ridiculous.
1: It, it's going to change yeah. it because I can already see value. I can do a value episode oh, now. Oh my gosh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to all change. It doesn't, it, you know, it's that is that is honestly crazy to me. That is, I think, a little, well, I might as well see where they throw a Doug. Okay, Doug Baldwin is ranked 23rd at wide, wide receiver so people expect that. Yeah, too,
0: that, And for me, that's about right. Do you think he should, well, eh, maybe he'll be even a little higher than that. If, he, if you can get him as a you know, as a low wide receiver too, I think that's good value. Where would you put him though? I mean, would you be would he be in the top fifteen for you? No, I think he's going to be.
1: I think twenty is about okay. right. Twenty is a good spot for him. Because then you got to start thinking. I mean, do you, see you players like I'm going to draft Kenny Galladay ahead of him, who's going to jump mm-hmm. up there? And then guys like, oh God, Corey Davis is going to be on our mind again next year, isn't he? I'm looking at Corey
0: yeah, Davis he always right will here. be, but he's yeah. He definitely was hurt uh, this year. I just don't believe in Mariona.
1: Yeah, there's – these ranks are interesting already to see. DeAndre Hopkins, number one receiver. Devontae Adams, number two. Hmm, interesting. Antonio Brown's dropping a little bit because of the uncertainty with him. Yeah. but Let's see. Here we go. Expert. We're completely off track now and bounce back. But it's <laughs> interesting to see this. Early early ranks have it's Gurley, Barkley, Zeke, McCaffrey, Kamara, Gordon. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Yeah, with James Connors oh, here we go. Then James Connor seventh. Nick Chubb eighth. Le'Veon Bell ninth. Behind Nick Chubb.
0: Well, I mean that's easy to say when you don't know where he's gonna be.
1: Yeah, I would yeah, I'm gonna yeah, 'cause I all I'm gonna drive Le'Veon. Bell's gonna be a value. Jeez. If that if that was the case, which can't be.
0: Yeah, who knows, man. Maybe uh so he, he's, See, a gonna ninth, be value he's a to ninth, have ninth have running everywhere. back. So yes. he, he'll he be outside. So you could get him in the second round. <laughs> I'm just thinking of how, yes, how I can could build my team. Uh, oh, man.
1: Uh, you can really, you can build a great team. Yeah,
0: that, that'd be incredible.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to work out. <laughs> but then everyone should, everyone will smarten out by the season. Things oh, change. Yeah.
0: Everything will shift back into place. So,
1: but all right. I think that'll do it for bounce back. We'll be back next week. I think next week we'll do our players are going to fall off for next year.
0: That'll be Which, good. I'm ready to- we had some good <laughs> ones last
1: year when we did that. We we picked right on Jordy Nelson. I would say that was like our main one. I think he was up there. You had Alex Smith up there. It was working out even before the um,
0: before the injury,
1: even before the injury. It really was. So and even that was before we even we didn't know he was going to be traded. It just all worked out. But actually, I'm almost curious what our list was. I'm gonna i to pull this up while we're just randomly sitting here, and see if we how accurate we actually were. It's always interesting to see if we uh, people yeah, should actually listen to our my advice. My guess or not. is
0: you probably had Alex Collins on that list. Uh, I don't know if I did yet. I don't know how I, I was have completely the down yet? on the guy
1: yet. I I started to, but it wasn't like quite there yet. You know, I started to really uh, hate him after the fact. Um, I can't even find the list this time. But yeah, some of the players. Uh, oh yeah, here we go. Basically, some players to avoid. You did have Frank Gore on there, which.
0: I mean, eh. yeah, either way you take it, I mean, I don't. He wouldn't have but, necessarily hurt you because I don't think he was drafted that highly.
1: So your list was Jordy, Frank Gore, Alex Smith, Jordan Reed, LeSean McCoy. Oh, I was right on See? all of
0: them. I mean, honestly, you were really yeah. good.
1: So you could sell it. I don't need to name all mine. So. <laughs> Uh, this was this was this was a little different list. This wasn't fall off. That was just this was a what was it, What was your players. avoid?
0: Because it could have it could uh, been Cam, because they were just ranked too high.
1: They were. This was what right. this was. This this portion of the list. It wasn't exactly what we're going to do next week. Um, mine was uh, Cam Newton.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh.
1: Alex Collins was mine. Yeah,
0: okay, that was a good one.
1: And then there was two other well, guys, can, and then Jordy Nelson. Was other,
0: two other guys. I was like, even Cam. Though I mean, he was he was outside the top ten. You had to, you Uh, know,
1: Julio was my number three.
0: Okay. Well, you were, uh, it's funny, you did turn that one around because you were the one hyping him up, you know, five weeks. I did.
1: I realized my early mistake. And then Jared Goff was my number four, which he was good at early. He really was. Yeah. excellent early, but yeah, really,
0: I mean, after the bye week uh, and week 13 on, he was freaking awful.
1: He, he really was, wasn't he? It was really he? He bad. Just...
0: I mean, 10. <laughs> I mean, I also had him, so I also want to double down in, on how much I hate this guy now. <laughs> he went 10.1, <laughs> negative point .3, you. 10.7, 19.2. Uh, th- those would have been the playoff games. He finished with 32 points against San Francisco and Week 17 where no one was playing him. But yeah, he single-handedly just crushed me at the end. <laughs>
1: Did you uh, consider Sammy Watkins at all for this bounce
0: back? I, no, I didn't. I mean, I, <laughs> because I don't <laughs> trust that he'll ever be fully healthy.
1: It's getting to the point, too, where he was young and we you get think it's going to happen, and now he's not even as young anymore. He is, but he's not with all many injuries he's had. I considered him for about half a second, and then I realized yeah, now not- he'll be 26 now next year. He's finally getting He's you know, it's not old, but it's not like...
0: It's, should have happened right. Moment, right and what
1: guy can't healthy and i can't say how
0: i had him and i was pretty happy with him for the most part he's on a amazing offense but uh you know you, you just don't know where he's when he's gonna play well when he's gonna get hurt he, he's kind of a headache to have to be honest so i, I would be drafting around yes. him especially now that he's gonna be he's gonna be in that middle tier where you can get a lot of like really you know decent wide receivers especially
1: but he's probably gonna fall way down there actually value it's all about that
0: i mean Look, at this is you know, crazy. I mean, would you have guessed that Dante Pettis would have finished above him?
1: No, not really. Pettis was hurt for Pettis quite a missed
0: bit. missed more games than Watkins, and he still finished above him.
1: Man, I don't get seen. Yeah. Dante uh, Pettis missed should have eight
0: games, and he finished two spots. Above. Pettis it is incredible. I think he'll, he'll be a
1: good one next year. So, all right that'll do it for bounce back players and then other random talk (laughs) but next week yeah we'll do the top five fall off players (laughs) we'll be back next time talk to you then